This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Paul Winky, who's the mayor-elect of Westcliff, having won just this past week. He's been a Westcliff trustee for 10 years total, uh, three different times, and most recently, he's been a trustee for about four years. He and Hope have been here in the Valley for 24 years, having been in the healthcare industry in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina before that. Paul, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's great to have you right after your election. You won in a landslide. In uh, political terms, 10 to 15 percent is considered a landslide, and you were uh, well beyond that, so congratulations on that. Well, thank you. Uh, and uh, John ran a good, uh, clean race, and I appreciate that. Now, what prompted you to uh, want to run for mayor? You've been here many years. So why, why mayor and why now? Well, Christy Veltri has done a terrific job as mayor for the last eight years, I think, maybe longer. And I just wanted to take the baton from her and move on uh, and continue what she's done. I love this town, and I want to serve this town. We moved to, to Westcliff because uh, we fell in love with the place. And one thing I realized is that in a small town, one person can make a big difference. One person can't do it all. There always takes others, but one person can get things moving, get things rolling so that town can move forward and achieve some good things. Mm -hmm. Now, there were uh, actually fewer than 200 votes, as I recall, uh, cast. That means you can pretty much pound the pavement and talk to almost everyone. I think there were 180-some votes cast, and that's about average for an election like this. There wasn't anything else on the ballot. Mm -hmm. And the other trustees who were running had no opponents. So there really wasn't much of a decision other than for mayor. Mm -hmm. And so with nothing else on the ballot, you get a low turnout. And as you talk to folks one-on-one, uh, -on -one, uh, what, what sorts of things were on their mind? I think the most important thing was infrastructure, mm -hmm. number one. Roads or streets, curb, gutter, paving, drainage. And second would be the business district, the downtown core commercial district. And those both were on my, my mind as well. Now, what in your background sets you up to be mayor? Well, I don't know. I'm not a politician. I've been on the town board the 10 years, and that certainly gives me a good feel for the operation of the, mm -hmm. of the town our revenue sources, and so forth. Other than that, I've just been a businessman 24 years. I've been in the healthcare industry 25 years before that. Now, as you say, you've been a trustee. So you've been involved over the last four years with the town, uh, as opposed to another mayor coming in who hadn't done that. You you've probably have a pretty good idea of what the issues are or are going to be. Well, I think the issues are... Uh, essentially, the, the things I was hearing from the voters, one is infrastructure. Uh, we've got just over 10 miles of surface streets in mm -hmm. town, and we have to maintain those. And the continued maintenance of them, surfacing of them, is going to be a challenge to find the resources to do that. Drainage is an issue. Curb and gutter is an issue. S sidewalks are an issue. So we have to find the resources to continually maintain those in a satisfactory state. The second thing is the business district. We have a lot of empty buildings on Main Street in our core commercial district, 
And we as a town have to determine what, if anything, we can do to help businesses sustain themselves here. As you know, we've done a lot of paving and curbing gutter this last year on Main Street and on Rosita. Uh, we will do, our goal is to do Second Street from Main Street down to Rosita this coming year and then Third Street the following year. And when we've done that, we have upgraded the core commercial district with paving and curb gutter sidewalks, etc. cetera. Uh, what can we do beyond that as a town to help our business community? We'll be working, I'll be working with the Chamber of Commerce and others to determine what role we can play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Colorado has made the news recently uh, with its anticipated growth. Uh, looking at this lo- locally, how do you see growth in this valley over the next few years, and how might it affect uh, your, your job in the town of Westcliff? Well, growth is occurring. Uh, you know, I read an article in the 2000 edition, one of the 2000 editions of the Colorado Springs Gazette. Uh, they, uh, the demographers of the state predicted then the turn of the century, that Colorado would incur 100,000 new residents every year for the next foreseeable future. And one of the growth spots that they targeted, they identified in the paper, was the Wet Mountain Valley. Mm -hmm. That's very interesting because they were talking about Highway 24 east of the Springs, and that certainly happened out uh, toward DI and Denver. That certainly happened, and so forth. Pueblo, Pueblo West, that certainly happened. And now it's happening here. The growth here, however, is not in the towns. It's in the out, in the out county areas. Mm-hmm. We can certainly tolerate some growth in Westcliff. We don't have as much available property for residential growth as does Silvercliff, but we can certainly accommodate it, and uh, we look forward to that. Mm-hmm. Beside those things, uh, do you see any other big opportunities over the next few years uh, any of those, any home run kind of things that, oh, if we can make this happen, that would be great? Well, you know, we, I used to think that we as a community were a, a destination community for events. However, our, our summer season is so short, we would have to have an event every weekend to keep people coming here to help our shops and so forth. I think one of the, uh, and I don't believe that's possible. I don't think we could sustain that over time. I think the biggest thing that can help us in town, and even in the county, but in town, is broadband. There are a lot of people who are now working from home Mm -hmm. across the country, and they need broadband to do their work. So if we can get broadband in the town, that would be a big achievement. So I'll be working with those involved with broadband. I know that uh, the Economic Development Corporation just got a million-dollar grant. They need to match that. That's going to be a high bar for them, but that will help the, the county, and we need to do the same for the, for the city. So that's good. Uh, thinking about the makeup of the county, how do you anticipate working with the town of Silvercliff and the county commissioners to get the work of the Wet Mountain Valley done? Over the past four or five years, the town staff, and we have an excellent staff with Kathy Rice, Mike Carter, and Wanda Jennings, and, of course, Jerry, our town man, we have an excellent staff. They've been working more and more closely with Silvercliff in terms of getting our ordinances squared away so that we have, where we can, ordinances that are the same. Mm-hmm. Just take the simple thing of a, 
a curfew at one point, they had a different hour than Westcliff did, and so it didn't make any sense. So those kinds of things are being smoothed out, smoothed out and I think Kathy Rice and Eileen Squire work very well together. I want to improve on that, if we can, with the mayor of Silvercliff and maybe have our uh, trustees have a dinner with their trustees so we can get to know each other and identify areas where we can work positively together. The same would be true with the county, although our, our interface with the county is less acute, if you will, or the need is less acute than, than is with Silvercliff. Okay. Now, if a big monetary windfall appeared just out of the sky, is there a big project or projects uh, waiting in the wings that uh, Westcliff would jump on? Well, I don't know what you mean by big, but it would be the broadband. That's what I, that's the thing okay. I would focus on first because I do believe that will bring small consultancies, experts that want to live here but can't because there's enough uh, bandwidth for them to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think that is that would be the, the big have the biggest impact on us in terms of of growth, new businesses in in the community. Now, as the mayor-elect, is there anything you'd like to see from the local citizens in terms of their participation or anything else? Uh, the more they're involved, the better off it is for us as a town board because then we know what they want. We don't want to guess at that. We want their input. We want them to get involved in committees on the town board. That's very important. We have a lot of committees that need to be staffed and they ha all have to have local citizens uh, involved. So that would be great. That would help us all, and we'd get their input, and their participation is, sort of, is vital to that. Mm -hmm. Now, if someone wanted to explore perhaps getting involved with some of these things, what would you suggest as a process? Well, I would go to the town hall, see Kathy Rice, who's the clerk, should take their name and ask what they were interested in. If they don't know what they're interested in, she could tell them what's available, what they could do, mm -hmm. and we'll get them involved. And, of course, the town meetings are always open if someone wants to see what's going on. They're open to the public, absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and when are they? First Tuesday of the month. All right. Starting at 530. When, do, when is the torch officially passed? First Tuesday of, of May. At okay. The, at the board meeting. Okay. I'll and be, Christy will open the meeting. Uh, we'll all be sworn in, and then we'll conduct the business. If there's any old business, she'll conduct that, mm -hmm. and then we'll be sworn in, and we'll go on from there. And Christy's been on this program, and my guess is she's, she's probably ready for a, a, ready for a change. I, no, I think <laughs> she is, and uh, she's done a great job. She's put a lot of time and, into uh, it. She's put a lot of time, energy, and effort. And, of course, none of us are salaried, so... We, we do it because we want to do it, and I don't expect to be salaried. I don't want to be salaried. I don't think anybody else does, and that it's just that uh, we dedicate our time and our energy to trying to make this a better place to live. Mm -hmm. When you have free time, are there hobbies that you pursue on a personal level? Well, I like to play golf. I don't play very well, but I love to play. But I hunt in the fall. I go to... Nebraska and South Dakota, mm -hmm. Kansas to hunt, pheasants, quail, yard work, like to be out in the garden and so forth. That's about it. You mentioned Nebraska. You're from Nebraska originally. Right. As I, I grew up in a small town in northeast Nebraska. 
And one of the things that I watched as a very small town, same size as Westcliff and Silvercliff combined, about a thousand people. And I saw my father and his friends, businessmen, get involved in the community and try to do things for the community. That community has a lot of pride, largely because the people who live there, their parents live there, their grandparents live there, their great-grandparents came there from Germany or Czechoslovakia or wherever. Mm -hmm. And they have a great deal of pride. And I see pride here in Westcliff and Silvercliff as well. And that's a strong element to have in a community is pride in the community, the way it looks, the way it acts, the way it behaves towards visitors and so forth. If someone has recently moved here from elsewhere, what advice would you give to them? I would just say get involved. There's many opportunities to get involved in Custer County with all the not-for-profits that we have. And so get involved, jump in, you'll find something that you love, you'll find people that you like that are very nice, that share the same interest as you. And I think that's the way to do it, is just jump in, find something that you like to do, and just get involved and and, uh, become a part of everything. And as you said earlier, in a small town like this, uh, one person can really make a difference. Absolutely. Absolutely. Is there anything we've missed as we run short of time? No, I don't think so. I'm just, I'll be learning on the job, although I've I've watched uh, actually three different mayors I've served on the board with three different mayors, and so I've watched uh, all of them work, and I think Christy has done an excellent job, so I'll try to at least follow her and, and maybe improve on it if I can. On behalf of the station and the community, thanks for uh, taking on the job of Mayor of Westcliff. It's a, it's a volunteer thing, so uh, many thanks to you. Well, thank you for having me. And thanks for coming out. Uh, We've been visiting with Paul Winkie, the mayor-elect of Westcliff, and we'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. Walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 